y'all. Welcome back to Texas Whiskey Crew. My name's Steve. I'm Dave. And I'm Nick. Hey, fellas, we are back here with another episode. We did, we, we've had a little bit of hiatus on the podcast here because we, uh, we went live on our last venture here and we're going to start doing that a little more, but, um, you know what? We like this format too. We appreciate all y'all support out there. Uh, but you know, I think this time around we're going to talk a little bit more about, uh, Nick's trip to uh, the other side of the world over there and uh, Dave and I's trip as well. So we'll fill you in on all those details. Plus we got some new stuff here. So uh, why, don't, why don't you fill us in, Dave? How was, uh, how was the week, man? It was good. But first I wanted to just kind of give a thanks to everybody that joined us on the live. We had a little bit more participation than we, I think we're expecting. Um, it definitely over, not overwhelmed, but it overtook the the live cast. And, and that's that usually was awesome. what happens. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, happens. it's a lot of, group participation, which is, I think, perfect for that type of format. So thank you all for, for coming out and joining us and, and hanging out and giving us your feedback because we're going to do it some more. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate the comments. They're awesome. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. Even though Steve was here, guys, I appreciate it. I know you don't like him. So it's not like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just cause Steve does have a better. new shirt. Steve does have a new shirt he won't wear, but we'll make him wear it next time. We'll get it on one of the videos just for shits it's and giggles. coming. Don't you worry. Y'all just keep watching. There's some good stuff coming. I don't think so. First is going to be the shirt. Second week's going to be Speedo. I'm going to make you wear those damn arm sleeves that we wore at the distillery today. I felt really pretty. Yeah. Well, like you, if you push you them down, you can make them really fluffy. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Are you a pirate? No, I no, mean, it's kind of like 1700s. Oh, yeah. Like, like, you know, it's like, like the old hair with the like white the wigs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just on your arms. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to differ, but and I'm going to disagree. Um, But it's been a good week. What you do you think we do? I was pretty? Well, I always think you're pretty, but, um, it's not something I want to bring into style. So, um, but no, it's been, it's been a pretty good week. It's only, was it Wednesday? Yes, sir. Um, we spent the day at Garrison brothers on the bottling crew. So that was a enjoyable time. We had, uh, a tasting with widow Jane today. We did. We, uh, we literally packed it all into one damn day. We drove our butts up to Garrison brothers, uh, got there bright and early eight 30 this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Yeah driving oh yeah you're welcome i forgot dave did some yep dave does lots of things okay i think think your mic's cutting out you shut the (laughs) hell up i don't Don't want to we're not talking about it's gonna be a 45 minute conversation just about that (laughs) these people do not want to hear about my microphone no definitely they they know i give you the shitty mic it's just something that we agree on every nick and i pick it every time and you know we throw it out there for you yeah one day we'll be able to afford better (laughs) mics You've got a good mic right now, Dave. I do. And you do too. We all do. We have great mics. They give me the worst mic. Everybody here, great mics. If you want our sound quality to be better, make sure you go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. The Patreon. The Patreon. (laughs) I sound like that National Geographic narrator that they use in all the stuff for the like the nature films and that. If you gave me a good mic. Well, right. Start well, threatening people. Like, if you don't join the Patreon, we're sending you like shirtless pics to your mail. Not doing that. I I said shirtless. We'll start start slow. Start slow. No, I don't think we're, I don't think we're going there. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. I can do shirtless, but no, 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 no. Oh man. He's calling Steve out right there. Nope. Dave, uh, Dave's going to do that and we're going to lose all of our followers. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. I was like, unless you subscribe to the Patreon, we're going to send you one every day. That's right. Nope. It's not nude. We can't get in trouble. They are it's both just shirtless. They are both very wrong about this right now. <laughs> you know what? We'll just send you pictures of Steve, whether he likes it or not. What we're going to talk about. <laughs> Is our trip to Garrison Brothers. Uh, yeah. Let's start off with that. So we did. We started off early this morning. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, Garrison Brothers is up in high Texas. 
One of the, the programs they have, which really works out well in their favor, is they allow the general public to come and volunteer to be employees for the day, and you get to bottle. And part of that bottling process, uh, it's, it pr- pretty much is all-encompassing. You start from the filling point to the corking to the leather straps to the dipping of the wax, all the way down to the boxing process. Uh, in return, you typically get uh, you know hourly quality control shots. Yep. Um, some good ass lunch and uh you usually a swag bag at the end of the day so uh, no not, not it, a bad gig no it was a really good gig we were by bottling balmore which everybody knows is one of my favorites so um steve did hit on the points that we get stuff but what he didn't hit on was they had breakfast for us you can drink different kinds of beers or if you want water or they had the john daly yeah the which is drinks. my favorite play of arnold palmer it was pretty good. If y'all know who John Daly is, it makes so much damn sense. Yep. What um, is it? So it's, it's a, half sweet tea, half lemonade, and they put two bottles of Garrison Brother whiskey yep. in it. And you can For have as much as that know, as you want. I mean, John Daly will smoke a cig- cigarette while fucking playing golf. He's just, he's a madman. <laughs> well, and it, I mean, it just makes it a, a fun, fun time. Like they say, we're all adults and, mm-hmm. you know, at eight o'clock, eight thirty, we started having drinks and yep. Yeah, had a good the, time. It was served us lunch. It was enchiladas, rice and beans, oh, salad, some amazing brownies, wa- watermelon vinaigrette. Yeah, um, which I unfortunately did not fit on my plate, and it was gone. It was and good. And the uh, bourbon bacon brownies, which were phenomenal. Walnut oh, yeah. bourbon bacon brownies. Yeah. Those were money. They yeah. were, and I went back for a second one because I was like, oh, dude, diabetes. It doesn't matter, but. Yeah. It kind of uh-huh. does. Don't don't listen to Dave on that. They were gone, and I saw one dude who had three in his little cup. He took back. I'm like, really, that bro? Motherfucker. Yeah, he was right across from us. He had He's three. probably listening. He's probably Canadian. No, we love the Canadian. We do. No, but- he was from Mexico. He was that guy. No, yeah, we remember the we remember those yeah. guys. But they were they were all they were all good guys. I mean, yeah. for, for the most part, just you stole brownies, and I wanted more. And we, I'm a selfish it, person. It was, it was a je- <laughs> it was a jealousy thing, honestly. Hundred <laughs> percent. But. The staff there really does a good job at helping make the experience pleasurable um, or uncomfortable. If you get uncomfortable, <laughs> easy. <laughs> um, no, they do a really good job. It was fun. Yeah. Leia specifically, uh, she likes to, to bust balls. Oh yeah. There. She is. She, she jumps. She's into cool it. as shit though. She's she very is. Cool. Uh, she, she really uh, adds uh, an extra element to the operation and, and keeps things flowing for everybody. Uh, Craig runs around like, uh, like mighty mouse, man. The dude's a tank of a dude. <laughs> he just, Oh, is that know, Louis the yeah. Tang guy? Yeah, yeah. what they call uh, the They were calling him princess. Princess, princess yeah. yeah. Yeah, princess could kick my ass even if you wasn't trying. He's a he's a nice dude, <laughs> but they they really do a great job of of keeping shit together and keeping all of these people organized because they'll take I think up to thirty people a day. And, and we might have had close to thirty. It was twenty nine. Okay, they had twenty four, and then us three, and then somebody else. So it was twenty nine, which is they said a, a big amount. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a lot of folks in there. It would uh, we've we've done in the past. This was Nick's first go around, but uh, we did six hundred and twenty four balls for lunch. Yep, which is pretty good because they said right. they only hit a thousand or yesterday. barely. I think it was nine hundred, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, the they said day they before almost a thousand. Yeah, so. and they I know their record was set back in February twenty three. I think they were twenty six hundred. Yeah, but you got to remember that's probably the black wax or the silver wax because we did have an issue with wax. It was honeydew. Oh, honeydew? Yeah. And it, but it was also their, what they call their semi pro bottling team. Smart. So it was probably people that have done it a lot were Mm -hmm. really skilled. They're literally trying 2,600 bottles in a day. That's that's insane. They probably skipped lunch. That's true. They might have. Yeah. Yeah. We skip lunch. We could do it. I don't skip lunch. Yeah. No. 
uh, skip breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or brunch, or what is that one called? Second Liner. breakfast, whatever. <laughs> lunch, dinner. <laughs> Second dinner. I don't skip any of those. But no, it's a really good time. I mean, it's you're a little tired at the end of the day, but... Um, yeah, if you're interested in this program, uh, you can visit their website uh, and get on the list. Yeah, it's uh, only a three-year waiting list. It's fine. Well, <laughs> the way they serve that out, uh, if you're lucky on that, they do kind of a, uh, like a lotto structure on it, too. Yeah. So you can get out there, be part of the process. Uh, they make you feel at home. You feel just like an employee. You get yelled at, chastised, told how poorly you're doing for a while, and then you'll figure it out and you do well. Yeah, but it's all, I mean, it's all in good fun. They, they took good take good care of people that are there and, and just make it a fun time. They know you're there working. It's free labor, but they make it enjoyable. I think Yeah, it is, you know, I'll certainly probably go back and, and do it again at some point, but uh, you also get the benefit of getting, uh, you know, this time around at least one bottle for 50% off down there. They don't do all of them, but you can get some single barrels, some small batch, uh, the honeydew. Uh, but Hey, anytime you can get Garrison brothers at half off, it's a, it's a good deal. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy if, you know, they'd let us buy what we were bottling at half price. But yeah, and I get why not, because it is their, like their flagship. It's one of the two flagships, I should say, Laguna and then uh, Balmeray. Cowboys are a big one, too. It is. Bal- uh, Cowboys more expensive than Balmeray, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Laguna is the highest, highest. Yeah. And then it's Cowboy. Yeah, but at um, least I mean I know Cowboy's a limited release. You know they yeah. they release Laguna every year. I know they release Cowboy, but not as not on the same level. Yeah, and then obviously Balmori because I mean hell we they were putting out cases and cases of it, so that's going to be out and it's readily available on your shelves. I mean there is a pallet there ready to go when we started, and then we finished a pallet and they're on a third pallet of Balmori. So yeah, but again it goes to a lot of different places. So bunch of bottles. Yeah, bunch of bottles. So. It's not super hard to find. I know we have some at Skips. Um, they're not too expensive. So, I mean, you can't find it. It's not super hard to find. Just so. look for that uh, that Telltale Blue Wax on top. I mean, And the little clanky the little metal. metal. Why, don't you, why don't you clank it? I know you're dying to. Oh, I do. I have it right here. Look. That's, That's there, right the there. metal. It's next to me. And if Steve or Nick did the bottle, it probably has like a bunch of points on the top where the star was. Oh, uh, and you're talking no, shit they redid because it. you're the one they that They redid that. it. They, they admitted they redid them. There was... Like some issues, apparently they call the best part is when there's balls that have to fix because we do the, you know, different settings. You know, everybody does something different. Uh, there's a whole bunch of waxers, but they call it triage when they have to fix balls. It's the best name ever because it's like it's really what it is. You gotta give it to them, man. They've got some serious quality control standards. Oh, in yeah. Place. Like, yeah, for sure. They, they really turn out a, a consistent product and their bottles are they're badass looking. Talking about this ball that I have in front of me, like it's actually really well done. Yeah, that one was really well it's like done. Perfect. It's empty now. I mean, it's it is empty. The star could have done a little deeper. It went a little light on the star, but other than that, it's perfect. So. Yeah. So whoever bottled that, good job. Yep. Um. So, since bottling at a distillery wasn't quite enough for us today, um, we had a tasting event uh, with New Braunfels Bourbon down in. Uh, at Lone Star Lounge in uh, Creekside. New Braunfels, yeah. Yeah, New Braunfels. Uh, and that particular tasting was uh, with the Widow Jane Rappo. Talk about, uh, you know, one side of the earth to the next. We traveled all over the place and hauled ass down there and, and made that tasting. But uh, I honestly, I feel like it was well worth it. It was it was very well put together. Absolutely. And and I can't remember the rep's first name. Um, Mike or Chris. Um, I'm sorry you're breaking up because your face is not close to your mic. He, it was one of the best 
tasting events I've been to. He was knowledgeable. He was really on point with the conversations that we had and, and some of the different iterations that he brought out. But I mean, it just, it was really one of the better events that, that I've been to. So I'm going to yeah, give him props for sure. Oh, we did skip over. It is somebody's birthday today. Oh, is it, is it it's Donna's Donna's birthday? It's Donna's birthday. Donna's Todd's birthday. Okay. Happy birthday, Donna's. Yeah. Happy so. birthday, buddy. I was uh, talking to you outside earlier and uh, did not mention that. So my apologies. Happy birthday. I'm sure he's probably like, you know, he doesn't care. That's not what I was going to say. I'm pretty sure he's waiting for our next podcast to come out. No. All right. Well, some people are. Well, I was trying to find the name of that rep. So, oh shit. His cards in my back pocket. Yeah. Mike. (laughs) Mike. That's what I told you. I know. I said you were right. So it was Mike or Chris? No, it's not Chris. No, it's Mike. Mike, you did a hell of a job. We hope to maybe have Chris. you on. The, Mike or Chris. It's not Chris. Yeah, I know. He's hope, you have, ha, hope to have you on the podcast one of these days. Well, sounds like we're going to get him sometime soon here. I had that conversation. Uh, we'd love to have him. The dude has a wealth of knowledge. Um, actually is a rep that, that knows something about bourbon and whiskey versus uh, some of the tastings we went to. We won't mention names. Um, focus on... Other aspects of an individual <laughs> uh, and not knowledge. So it was, it was refreshing to, to hear somebody actually knew about the product they were talking about and what they were selling. Yeah. And I think genuinely kind of gives a damn about it. He does. Know, yeah. Wanted he, to, he wanted to talk about it. it, wanted to have the story out there. And, you know, I learned some things about widow Jane and the only one, I mean, it wasn't with this group, but there was another one I went to at a certain location. We're not going to bring it up, but um, they had someone come in and do like a flight. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was not. It was like obviously, it was a a, a rep who sells, but that's it. You know what I mean? So you do learn a lot. Like if you know a little bit about your one company that you work for, whether it be Few or Widow Jane or whatever, that's impressive. When you're running multiple and you know enough about all of them. That's really freaking impressive. And that's what this guy did today. Um, he did the few. And I honestly think if he kept talking, he would have still gave us more information. Like he, there was just so much information just about few. Right. Widow Jane, same thing. Like he just knows a lot of stuff about Widow Jane. And he's not like, um, and like he doesn't have to think about it. Like it's just there. And that's really impressive when you're doing like these kind of things. Cause well, especially, I mean, they're the company he works for is all craft and they've got, some tequilas, a gen brand, um, that, um, where are you my, going with this, Dave? Uh, the other brand I couldn't think about, but, um, that brand. Oh my God. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure where you're going. Um, it's like tequila, but a mezcal, Mes- sorry. Mezcal's not a brand. It's a type. No, I, that's a type, but they, they represent a mezcal brand, a gen brand. Yeah. He didn't say which one I wish he would have told me. Cause I would have liked to, he's an enthusiast when it comes to that kind of stuff though. That mezcal is mm-hmm. one of his big passions. Uh, it's but, one of those things like it's good, but I can't drink it like all day long. Those are the brands he represents. Oh, on the thank card. You. He's got a whole batch of them there. How many brands does he represent? Well, it's six? five on here. Five six on, on, sorry. Six. Six um, and then tequila Ocho. So the name sounds familiar, but I don't know the brand. And the mezcal is called Vago. I don't know that one at all. Um, Widow Jane, of course. Few, of course. I don't know what Blue Coat is. I don't know what Brienne or Bren, B R E N N E, is. I think that was their Gen brand. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. So I don't know what that one is. It's Samson and Surrey is their group, I guess. Okay. 
So it sounds like Heaven Hills taking over. And I'm gonna so they were butcher just purchased. the crap out of his name, but it's Mike Serkowicki. Sarawicki? I can't. We're sorry, Mike. Yeah, sorry, yeah, buddy. If it's I Mike. Here. It's Mike. It's Mike C. Um, but yeah, super knowledgeable to the point to where like I feel like if I asked him a question just randomly that off the wall, he would have an answer for me. Like yeah, he definitely. just he knew a lot about this stuff. He so, did. And cool. uh we'll we'll touch a little bit uh kind of what we tasted, but I really want to leave that to when we get him on the show so he can uh dive a little deeper into into that brand. Well, we know he does few and we know he does with Jane. Let's do the other stuff. Let's ask for the other stuff, you know? That'd be kind of cool. I mean, it's not really our jam, but it'd be fun. Do like a mezcal and I think we'll talk yeah. a little bit about some of the other brands. Yeah, for sure. He also has a, a pretty good pulse on the secondary the market. secondary yeah. from from a, a wholesale perspective in that too. So uh definitely interested in hearing that information because you know, all of us are out there trying to get stuff and sometimes it's ridiculous. We just, you know, see it sitting around, but nobody'll sell it. So yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at pictures of the tequila Ocho and I've never seen this brand before. So we don't carry it. Um, but it's very cool. It looks like it's a total wine. It's like a $54 bottle for the Resposada, $44 for the Blanco. Not too bad. So pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely we could have to bring out. out a few samples of the you different do, like, brands. You do like a tequila thing. So tequila is really cool. It's different. Um, but if you drank whiskey, like not just like once in a while, but you actually enjoy drinking whiskey, drinking a nice like a uh, mezcal every once in a while is pretty cool. Or, you know, just tequila. It's something well, and he wanted to bring out an aged gin. We had kind of a long. I, I'm not a big gin fan. I'm not a gin fan um, at all. Unfortunately. I like so he's like, if you're a bourbon drinker, you know, and some of these aged gins, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm willing to to have a sip, but I'm really not a big fan. Well, Treaty yeah. Oak, Treaty Oak did a a pick over there in Skips, Nick. That gin was pretty. That was pretty so. Funny. There's a difference between just gin. I agree with Dave. It's, it's not like my a, gin. It's like a gin ski, though. You can't, yes. you can't really call it straight yeah, gin. Yeah, because they finish it in whiskey barrels. Yeah, gin is clear, and it was dark. As yeah, night. yeah. No, and that was. Um, I mean, like I have nightmares right now. So gin's really big. I know we talked about this last time, but gin's very big in London. And one of the first bars we went to, they gave us like four different gins to try. And like one's an earthy note, one's a juniper, more juniper note, tree, you know, tree, juniper, juniper tree. One was very sweet. And I was like, oh, okay, that's my jam. I can do that. So it was just a little taster. So then I had a drink and it was tonic water and like fig and uh, the gin. And all I could taste was like just flat it was just not my jam like if you mix like i'm a sweets guy for those that don't know me i like whiskey for a reason because it's sweeter um if you give me like a gin with some coke cream of coconut and some sprite towards like a gin fizz kind of thing oh, i could do that all day long but it's because it's masking the flavor of gin that's the only reason why. yeah i mean and i can do <laughs> gin and tonic all day long like for whatever reason but yeah. well that's because you're a ginger you just had to fit one in there at least, you know, I have to have one gin, ginger joke. I think the lack of pigment in your skin leads to your bad taste for gin. No, I think it actually enhances my palate. No, I just, I don't no. want to say it. I just feel so bad. Poor <laughs> fucking Dave. Always getting picked on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, it, it was gin. It, there wasn't much I could do with that. I agree. I agree. That one was like kind of like a softball being lobbed out there. So why don't we jump into that a bit, Nick? You brought it up. Softball? Uh, no, softball. Yeah, those, gosh, those women throw fast softballs underhand, don't they? Like, you ever watch those, like, college, the college level ones that do that fast yep. pitch softball? That shit's scary. It is. I don't, anyway, I don't want to go down But it's a much road. bigger ball. So it's a little easier to hit. I don't think so. You don't think You're so? going to get a bunch of pissed off women, and they're going to throw I'm not, balls I'm not talking trash about them. I'm just saying, like, the ball's bigger. It's like... 
not it, quite it twice, may be but bigger, it's, but it's coming from underhand and they, they bring it up like a freaking rubber band and the damn thing just flies out of there. Yeah. I hide. Honestly, I'm not sure I'd hit that. I'm not pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'd hit that. I'm, I know you'd hit that. Dick. So that said, we're going back into Nick's trip to London because we touched on that with the whole gin situation. So for those that don't know over spring break, uh, Nick uh, jumped in an airplane against his will, but he was drug on there and flew for eight, eight and hours. a half yeah. hours. The flight went bad, but it's because we had like lay down seats. If it weren't for that, I probably would have cried my whole way. How many times were you <laughs> drunk on that flight? So I didn't drink at all. Okay. I can't. I told you, you know, have this. To ask you, to you leave. know this, you know this, I don't drink while flying. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's literally just a mindset thing. Like, I don't want to get involved with this. I'm not drunk enough to talk y'all about how my problems are on planes. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. But anyways, I just have a thing with planes. But after flying eight hours, two and a half hours is nothing. So I'm okay with like like normal flights. Short now. flights are now yeah. nothing. Yeah, they're fine. I'm pretty sure Dave and I would have a drink on a 45 minute flight. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's like even before, like I would I wouldn't want to eat breakfast. I'd be like, I don't want to. It's a weird thing. I, mean, I have a drink waiting for the plane to get there. I believe Nick is saying he can't poop on airplanes. I mean, there's that too. Yeah, there's <laughs> that too. There's but we're that. past that now, right? I mean, yeah, you're on an you, eight hour. You, no, you've taken another step, right? We're, we're not scared of this anymore. One caught a step, but I did use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a nine hour flight, man. What do you expect me to do? Um, but on the way there, I, I was starving. Finally, I woke up from the because on the way there it was like a red eye and they they served breakfast and I got a big like English breakfast and it was freaking good. And I was like, oh, I just needed some food. So yeah, but yeah, I don't I don't like to use a bathroom on planes. I know it sounds weird. I get that they're they're not overly large, so it's not. It's very uncomfortable. I'm not claustrophobic. Both you guys are smaller than me, and I have no problem in the bathroom on a plane. Yeah, it's not so much you that has the problem on the planes. Everybody else that when you come out of the bathroom that has the problem. No, no, it ain't like that. I follow, I follow plenty of people in the bathroom on planes. You know, just go, you go. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. But toilet um, to toilet. I can pretty much say I've never pooped on a plane, so. Maybe you should try Metamucil. No, hell no. Like, I mean, I'm I'm with Nick. Like, my system will back up. Oh, like, yeah. That's just not happening. But yeah, I'm very proud of you because you can eat and drink before. I won't eat and drink before a flight. Tomorrow I will. Oh, I'm like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Pot of coffee and some brand. See, if I have and- some coffee, there's going to be some issues on that plane. <laughs> They're going to divert that bitch. <laughs> Nick's going to be like that guy at Garrison Brothers who wouldn't come out of the bathroom today. Oh, uh, man. I don't know who was in there because like oh, six so people went. Room? We ended up having to use the we women's. We used the ladies' room. Yeah. Are we you just, serious? Yeah. We waited and too long. I'm pretty sure at least four people went through there and that guy still hadn't come out. And we had waited funny. a good five or six minutes. So I remember I had to go. So I went to the restroom and I went in there. It's one room. So, you know, there's a couple stalls, but there's one room. Like it's not like roped off. So I locked the door and I was like, look at the door and it's like a regular front door. They just kind of like tinted the glass or spray it with like some foggy stuff, but it's all coming off. So you can see right through the door. Look right through. It's just very uncomfortable. They do have a very, very nice (laughs) tribute to Farrah Fawcett. Oh yeah. There's Farrah Fawcett posters Um, and dolls and all kinds of weird shit. They're all definitely all kinds of weird shit. So. I don't know. It's definitely weird. But Maybe that's why he was in there for so long. I was going to say, he either, <laughs> he either had a bad breakfast or whatever. Man. The breakfast was actually really good. Except for that one guy who had powder all over his face. He did, man. He looked, I couldn't he looked stop like a coke star- addict. He did. he did, man. I couldn't yeah. stop staring at him the whole time. And no one told him, and I feel bad, but he had white powder all over everything. <laughs> Those biscuits were, were pretty all right. They were really good. Yeah, they weren't bad. So we jumped off of long flights, pooping in airplanes, <laughs> and we went back to Garrison Brothers again. Yeah. So uh, back so to London. England. Um, yeah. yeah um, well, 
since you went there, London, England, yeah, UK, yeah. Um, help us out. Where where were you? Were you in? So I was in Vauxhall, which is London. Um, and I was literally there's a, a bridge that crosses the Thames River. We were on the Thames, and I was really across the street from the MI6 building, which was very cool. Very cool. Um, everything is within walking distance. I'm not even being sarcastic. Like literally everything was within 30 minutes of driving, but walking was literally 45 minutes because it's just everything's so slow and traffic and everything like that. It's literally faster to walk almost anywhere. It's crazy. So um, lots of great food, fish and chips everywhere. We did sticky toffee pudding, which is a big thing there. We had like a list of our favorite places to go for sticky toffee pudding. We did the meat pies. I never did blood sausage. It's not really my thing. Uh, I did try some gin at a couple places. I'm not a fan. Um, there's some cool stuff I was telling uh, Dave and Steve about. So when it comes to beer, um, everybody knows there's Guinness and there's regular Guinness. But they also have like icy Guinness for Americans, for stupid Americans. <laughs> it's super ice cold Guinness because most of the Guinness over there is like room temperature or like 55 degrees somewhere around there, uh, which is the temp when we were there and wet and raining. Um, but they do have some like icy Guinness. And another cool thing is they have beers that aren't like super highly carbonated like you would normally get at like the bars you get here. They actually have them in the basement, which is where all the beer usually sits, obviously, but they have to pump it. So they're like, instead of when you like open a tap and the beer comes out, you have to keep pumping it to get the beer up. And that was really cool. And they had some really crazy cool beers. And I don't remember if we were talking this on the, I'm assuming we did it on the live. Cause I think it's the last time we did. We, did, yeah. we didn't touch on it much. We just jumped so, a little, little, uh, yeah, we went to, I did a, a bar tour, uh, a pub tour and somewhere like the 1600s, the 1700s, one was the 1500s, um, and stuff like that, which was very cool. I did a cigar tour for those that are into cigars. I went to like four main cigar places. I went to Davidoff, which is a very big name brand, obviously. I went to the Ritz, which was fancy as all hell. And then I went to another one called JJ Fox, which had the coolest memorabilia. They had a basement where they had like Churchill's actual chair he sat in. He actually lived above it before he was who he was. Yeah. And so he actually lived above that cigar shop. And so he would come down and smoke every day. It's just so much cool history there. And, you know, when you come to the U.S. and we live in New Braunfels, which has a pretty good aged history. It's not like it is probably on the Far East Coast, you know, but we do have some stuff like Naglin's Bakery. It's been around since 1835. But then you go to like England and stuff's been around since the 1500s. And it yeah, just blows your mind. Really kind of the intriguing part about yeah. going there and going overseas in some of the places mm-hmm. that just have a, a deeper history. And it's literally everywhere. There's history everywhere. The churches that are just normal everyday churches that everybody goes to been around since like the 1700s. They just, they got bombed during World War II. So only some of the bricks there that remains, other stuff's new. Like there's just so much history. It's, it's awesome. That's freaking cool. So did, uh, did people just know right away based on the lack of accent that you were an American? I mean, <laughs> is, is it like when we meet people from Ireland or the UK or somewhere here, we know like instantly that. I'm hey, sure they probably did. We only had one. I wouldn't say incident. There's only one time where it was hilarious. We went to a candy shop and we were buying fudge. Just it, this guy had some amazing fudge. And he's like, so we're from, where are y'all from in America? And I was just like, I was like, oh, you can tell we're tourists. And Serena had bought a coat at like a bourbon out, or sorry, like an outfitter shop. And that's because there's an outfitter shop everywhere. Yeah. So she was like, I wanted a warm coat because her coat wasn't very warm. And he goes, yeah, no, no, 
locals don't shop at that store. And like, it was just like a really nice goat. It was just really funny. He's like, yeah, we don't shop at those stores. Like, it was hilarious. Um, but other than that, it's just not, there's nothing really crazy weird. Um, the, I mean, there's nothing that really stands out that makes it so much different. The only thing like they have, uh, their Starbucks, which they, they do have Starbucks. Yes. But they have one called, I forgot it's called. I keep saying Petco, but it's not Petco. <laughs> there's a coffee shop. And they sell sandwiches and stuff like that too. And they have like breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches. Everywhere you went, there's mayonnaise and shrimp. Oh, whoa. Yeah. No. And it was just weird. And I wanted to try it just to try it, but I never did because I didn't have the guts to, you know, not be sick for the next day. Well, and it's kind of funny because the English are not known for their food, obviously. And to hear you say that you had a lot of good food, oh, I mean, my God. I knew. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, fish and chips, obviously. Yeah. Um, sticky toffee pudding is. Yeah, you is can't a really mess deal. it up. Um, any other like meat? There was a, a place where we had meat pies. That was the oldest place I think we ate, which was like sixteen something. Wow. Um, and their meat pies are awesome. They had like a sampler, so it's a half size meat pie, and they had like four different ones. It's like a cranberry and duck, then you had a steak and ale, like just different meat pies, and they were really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, peas are big. Um, apparently there's a crunchy pea. I don't, I, I never had crunchy peas. I don't know I've what that wasabi is. Wasabi crunchy peas, but like, yeah. So, so like we've mushy had, peas we had mushy and, peas, okay. but they put mint in it. So no. that kind of throws it no. off. Yeah. It's mint in the peas. Mint peas. Yeah. So it's minty, mushy peas. Um, but apparently crunchy peas are the thing, but I never saw that anywhere. The meat pies, fish and chips. Um, there's some Italian food places with only, we only have one bad dinner experience and that might have just been us because we don't know the food but there's a jamaican food place that was downstairs we had an airbnb and there's four different like individual buildings and so each one had a different restaurant and one of them was like just they had like um seafood stuff another one was like mech not mexican food but uh, you know different kind of food yeah and then one was jamaican and so we ordered like some jamaican shrimp some jamaican chicken kebabs and that's where I had that uh, old fashioned, the chocolate waffle fashion. By far, the drinks, 10 out of 10. Um, the shrimp were really good. They were spicy, so no one else could eat them because they were super spicy. The problem was, and I think it's just a, a thing. It's a Caribbean thing. But we had the Caribbean jerk chicken on skewers, skewers. And the chicken was phenomenal. But they had like a white yogurt sauce underneath. And it, it tasted like it was like dirty feet. So I don't know if that's like like a thing. Like it was, it tastes like it was fermented almost. And I'm thinking that's just a thing. A particular type yeah, of sauce. Yeah, I don't that think it do was like bad. I think or yeah, because yeah. honestly, that it just killed everything. Like we couldn't eat the. We literally stopped eating there. Went to another restaurant because we couldn't do it. Because you realize Jamaica is not close to London. I know, but I mean, neither is like Mexican food, and we saw Mexican food. Place. Mexico is right across the street over there from London, Texas. Okay. You had good Mexican food in London? Yeah. We had good uh, Italian food, obviously Italy. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, fish and chips, obviously. Uh, the meat pies. But yeah, I mean, everything was good except for that one, that Jamaican place. And I think it was just because I don't think we knew what to expect. I think it was legit authentic because there were quite a few Jamaican people in there. I'm not even joking. There were actually people that lived there that were Jamaican that were eating there and they were having a great time. And like I said, the drinks, phenomenal. Yeah, like so, their I mean, Mai Tais, like everything we had tried was phenomenal. It was just that one chicken skewer meal. So mm. the shrimp are good. The girls didn't like the shrimp because they're too spicy. But man, it was I loved it. It was good. So what I've gathered from this conversation is eat more you, chicken. You well, <laughs> you you had fish and chips. Yep. Um, 
You smoke cigars. You had sticky toffee pudding. You bought a tourist coat. You ate sticky toffee pudding. And we've now um, taken care of our fears on airplanes. Yep. So productive trip, sounds like. I'm down. Yeah. yeah. All right. And it sounds like he's all right. Yeah. So, and spring break, you and I took the families to uh, Pigeon Forge, Sevierville. Yeah, before I'd actually booked my flights and all my trip to London, they had booked this trip and they didn't even invite me. But go ahead. No, you had booked that trip <laughs> long before this one. Like a year before this yeah, one. Yeah, it's like making you feel bad. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we talked a little bit on the live, but Steve, kind of give us your thoughts on Pigeon Forge and let's let's go some some highlights and some lowlights. Yeah, I'll just make that quick. Pigeon Forge, uh, Sevierville, Gatlinburg. Spring break time is chaos. There is just a boatload of people up there. They have every single amusement park ride attraction, mountain coaster, whatever you can imagine, museum, dinner theaters. Basically, if you have kids, it'll put them on sensory overload. Definitely. Um, and it'll cost you a fortune while you're there. But honestly, cool place. We had fun. Uh, only downfall I can say there is they don't, the particular county we were in, doesn't have regular liquor stores where you can buy whiskey or bourbon. Right. They have uh they a lot of moonshine, moonshine distilleries. Yeah, yeah, you can buy that, but we had to go all the way to Gatlinburg to a little podunk store to buy anything. Yeah, I mean that was odd just because we're used to being able to hit a corner and find a liquor store. You know, we didn't bring bourbon with us for the for the trip or whatever, but um I mean, the moonshine was good. I enjoyed tasting some of that. It was a fun experience, and and we saw a lot. I mean, Gatlinburg. Sorry, not not my jam, but uh, crowded, really crowded, and just. I mean, it was almost touristy on overload. I mean, it was it was just too much, and and we are we live in a tourist town, so we get. But it's weird it, but, saying that. You know, you think of Nashville, obviously, but Gatlinburg no, of all things, that's over crazy. the top over Nashville. Yeah, I mean, Nashville, yeah. I would say, is a really damn good party town. Good for like, bars, music, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and a lot of different things. But, I mean, Gatlinburg, it was every kind of tchotchke type of thing that you could find and um, just all the fried food stands. I mean, it, it, it was, I guess, what you would expect in a theme park, but it was the whole damn town. They had a good wow. aquarium. I mean, we they did had, have a good aquarium. Yeah, we had fun there. We rode a ski lift and rode our walk the longest suspension bridge in North America. That was exciting. It was all over the place and you got to the middle of it. It was all glass. Oh, that's cool. So that was pretty cool. It was funny. There was a one particular old lady that was walking across there and to watch her like just stop as fast as she stopped. She's like, <laughs> she I'm not happy. I'm not stepping on that. And <laughs> finally, her family got her to go. But um, the kids enjoyed that and it was colder than hell. But um, yeah, yeah, it was you know, that way across the whole, that part of the United States. Yeah, that's right. Y'all got there Saturday. That was the day I left. So yep. yeah, we missed each other by a couple hours. Yep. We sure did. Oh, yeah, it was cold. Well, we've covered uh, our spring breaks in a nutshell since we're a couple weeks late on that. Uh, any, uh, any bourbon news, Dave? Um, no, no. <laughs> they really, said no. I, I, y'all talk amongst yourselves for a minute and I'll see if there's anything I'm, that's come uh, up in the last day or two. Bourbon, I'm actually going to Michigan tomorrow. And what are, we, tomorrow. What, are we, what are we doing in Michigan tomorrow? So I'm doing a cigar thing with uh, Michael Klein. He did Destination Bourbon. He does a podcast now. And unfortunately, I don't know the name of the podcast. So I can't 
release that. Sorry. Yeah, we'll give him. A but um, yeah, we'll one. we'll we'll link it if we can. Um, I'm gonna be up there with that. Dan uh, from the Bird Junkies is actually on vacation in Florida. Uh, I believe Sean from the Bird Junkies will be there. So I'm gonna do some stuff with them. I'm gonna try to hit the distillery and see if they've done anything, made any progress up there. Super excited about that. Hang out with a couple of the locals that I'm friends with up there. Yeah. Luke, especially Luke, is the the cook. Luke is the cook of the group, man. That boy likes to make some crazy stuff, and he's so good at it. That'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be definitely a, a trip worth doing. Yep. So I'll be there for a couple of days. Um, well, on a, you know, why Dave's figuring out bourbon news over here. No real bourbon news to talk about. Oh, so. okay. There's definitely something. There's got to be something, Dave. There's a new Dickel 18-year limited release. Okay, that's There's not news. That. Um, we did talk about on the live, um, and I think we did a little bit of, did we do a video on the Exocask? We did. We did a little bit on the live. Okay. We so talked about yeah, it. We talked about it a bit on the live. When I was in England, um, it, yeah. so for those that don't know, there is a Woodford, I don't know what it's exactly called. Um, it's like a distiller's release, I guess. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a special release. Yeah, it's a special release. It's uh, double XO. Woodford. It's double XO. It's finished in XO cognac casks. For those that don't know, it's only available at Duty Freeze. I was able to get some in London, but you can buy it here in the U.S., under the Bacharach bottle, which is that $2,000 glass bottle from Woodford. Oh, we did talk about the significance it would hold as a weapon of, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So bottle, that bottle was heavy. That bottle knocked you the hell out yeah, for sure. That base is thick. Yeah. So, um, but we did do a little review on that. It is on, was it on the live or do we do a, we did a video on it, didn't we? We did a short video yeah. on it and then we talked about it on, on the, the live, live as well. Um, the nose is phenomenal. Just everything else just fell flat for me. And I feel bad because I actually got one for me and I got one for Sean from the Bourbon Junkies. And I sent him all my information about our tasting. He goes, all I heard you say was the best thing you ever had. And I'm like, oh, man, you're going to be really upset tomorrow when I give it to you. (laughs) Well, it wasn't that bad. No, it it wasn't. It's not bad. It's just for what I was expecting. It felt if I got that and I paid $2,000 for that Baccarat bottle, I'd be pissed. <laughs> You'd be happy when you smelled it. The nose oh, was yeah. 10 out of 10 yeah, for sure. For sure. Nose um, is phenomenal. And the mid palette was, was lacking definitely flat. And, but the finish, I thought the finish was good. I mean, it, it, it was finished was good, but it was just super quick. It was over. There quick. wasn't much to it. Yeah, no, it was no, good. No complaints. But it was just gone. So, Which I mean, I think some people prefer that. I mean, yeah. it's, I think it was 90, Point four or ninety four or ninety six somewhere around there. It's yeah, like it was right, right under a hundred. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I suppose if you're traveling duty free overseas, then. Yeah. yeah, I know London Heathrow has some. I don't know about like Mexico and stuff, but London did have some. You know, Mexico duty free really wasn't great last time I was out there, and that's hasn't been that long ago. But Atlanta did have Blanton's for hundred and forty nine dollars. It seems Get like the Atlanta, Atlanta always has it. Yeah. I've walked by that duty free over there, and they always have. Blend. I do. I wish I had a little more time because we were kind of like Russian, but not Russian. Rushing. Sorry. I'm not Russian. Swear to God. Um, they had a whole bunch of really cool Jack Daniels bottles. Like they didn't have like the 10 and 12, but they had some stuff I have not seen around here before. So I was kind of excited about those, but we were just trying to get through and get going. So the way the duty free works for those that have never been to London, you have to go through the duty free walking through the airport there's no way around it okay like it's literally you walk through duty free to go from the terminal out like it's a whole thing it's genius it's genius yeah, they want like you go to, to like anywhere things. here like austin or you know atlanta you don't have to go through it if you don't want to but in london you have to walk through it it's genius there's one other one and it might have been 
British Columbia, Vancouver airport that you had to walk through yeah. duty-free to get through, or it was either the old Cancun airport. But Well, the new Cancun airport, they restructured it. Uh, you don't have to walk through it, but you're definitely enveloped by, or like, it's surrounding you yeah. where the where the gates are. But nothing, no, no good, real good bourbon there. There were some scotches. Oh, yeah, scotches. There were uh, yeah, some phenomenal there, scotches. There were, there were some hitters in there, but nothing. I did see a 40,000-pound bottle. I don't remember what it was, but it I was had like, to be yeah, freaking nice. heavy, man. It was like seven <laughs> from, I don't remember. It was old. Oh my God, you're stupid. <laughs> he, I, it took me too long. Took I him, it took him a second to get the we've been, we were, we, I mean, we weren't drunk because we didn't get drunk at Garrison. We no at all. Um, but we went from there, we came home and then we went to a tasting and then we came home and then we drank. So we're feeling good. Well, you were crazy enough to take a nap. I know for the I hour and a half we had, me. like I did a little bit of work. And- I woke up. So I know every time I take a nap, I needed one. I know I needed one, but every time I take a nap, I wake up just worse than I did when I laid down. If you catch me taking a nap, I'm probably sick. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at. I haven't napped in years. And when I do it, it always, I wake up worse than I was when I went to sleep every time, but I still try. <laughs> that's all right though. You know, sometimes, sometimes we need it. Um, uh, we were notified that Nick was heading down to that tasting early tonight, uh, earlier than we had planned. And it turns yes. out he got there just so he could drink all of the stag junior <laughs> in, in the bar. Yep. That is true. That Not, actually did happen. We were told about it when we got there, but weren't allowed to taste it because the bottle was empty. Yeah. We get to look at the bottle over there sitting and everybody else had some and we didn't. The funny thing was that was not open. The last time we had went, Richie, I think, popped it right when we were leaving. But none of us drank it because obviously we had been there for a while for the few tasting. But he opened it that day. So it's been, what, a month? Yeah. So I don't know how much that pour was. I'm saying he's got to be asking like 40 bucks a pour for it. I mean, even, depends on where he got it from. If he got it from us, probably not. But if he got it from a different store, then probably, yeah. Eagle Rare, they charge. Uh, it's like 13, wasn't like it? Like 13 a pour. Yeah. Like that. That's not horrible. I mean, I get when you're when a ball's thirty dollars, it's horrible. But at, at a, a bar, bar yeah. you know, thirteen is not horrible. Like, I, I mean, maybe I've just been drinking too much. I don't know. I mean, I've paid some ridiculous prices when I was in England. I got a happy fifteen. I paid one hundred eighty pounds for a pour. Wow. But then I went to another place and they had WLW for thirty five pounds. So, well, they're playing on the marketing aspect the first one was like oh i know what pappy is but nobody you know well no that was the first place that had the pappy and they had other stuff too for very high but then the second place we went to i was like i want to pour ww and it was 35 pounds so i asked the guy to come over and he talked to me for a little bit and he was very nice he goes sure i can charge all i wanted because everybody will pay it because i want everybody to get to try it it's amazing and all his stuff was phenomenal price he even had like pappy 23 i think it was like 60 pounds so unfortunately pappy 23 is not good for me so wasn't my jam but let's talk about that for a second uh you bring up a good topic what let's just hit the the hitters out there what should you pay here in the states uh when you go out to a a bar slash restaurant and you see some of these unicorns out there uh that you may not have a bottle of that you want to try i mean what is the i would never pay more than 50 pounds 50 dollars should we pour depending depending on what it legit doesn't matter $50. $50. $50. $50. You shouldn't pay more than that. I know even Pappy 23, like very few people get it when they do. It's usually super expensive. It's not good. I've paid for it. It's not good. Um, 15, very good. 
I wouldn't pay. I mean, man, a bottle is 150 bucks. Now, yes, you're never going to find it for that for sure. Right. But if you can afford it and you want to buy a pour and it's 120, do what you got to do. But I would never pay more than $50 for a pour. If like I was into whiskey and I didn't want to pay secondary anything, I would never pay more than $50 for a pour. I'm pretty good with that. I mean, there's not much and, and kind of off the top of my head, I'm just thinking about the the main pappy line and, you know, probably anything BTAC. Yeah. Um, BTAC's phenomenal. But again, I'm the same way. Like, if you can afford it, pay whatever you want. Who cares? Yeah. Like, if it's not, a, money's not an issue, do whatever you want. You want to try it. You've never had it. By all means, they're all great. There's but you're going to be very upset if you're paying $100, $150 for a pour, like a one ounce pour, an ounce and a half. And you're like, holy shit, that's really good. But it was $150. You're not going to be happy. So let's look at that from a different angle because we are lucky enough to have access to most unicorns yeah i mean but most unicorns that are out there and 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 i would say that we're lucky to be able to there's not much out there that we if we wanted to taste we couldn't sure um so is there anything that you have tasted that if you knew you couldn't either walk into your house and have it or you had read readily available access to it that you would pay and i'm thinking like you know there's a couple I could say I'd pay a hundred dollars. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would, cause we know, like, I don't have a problem doing it. I'm just saying for like a normal average person where you don't want to pay those kind of prices, you shouldn't pay more than $50. I, a Pappy 15 is by far the best thing I've ever had. Okay. I'm you know, with you on there. Second yeah. by that, it'd be like WOW, George C. Stag. A lot of people love Eagle Rare. I the seventeen, it's good, but it's low proof, and that's just not my jam. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not, not that good. Good enough above Eagle Rare to, and it's sell. definitely not fifty dollar a pour. I mean, that, that's the one B tac yep. bottle. I'm like, nah, I just I yeah. don't know. I mean, I'd probably pay fifty for. If you can for, try twenty and twenty three Pappy for really cheap, I would do it just to say you could try it. But I'm telling you, the twenty I had and the twenty three are just it's pure oak. Yeah, it's worse than like uh, Elijah Craig eighteen. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of Elijah Craig eighteen. Yeah. Heaven Hill 17, phenomenal. We've had this conversation multiple times. Heaven Hill 17 is amazing. Elijah Craig 18 is not good. Same distillery. Obviously, it's a little different. Well, I mean, it's, I think it's easy for people to get caught up in the age statement and stuff because that's mm-hmm. what makes bourbon and whiskey special. Oh, Knob Creek 18. <clears throat> yeah. You yeah. Robbie won a bottle. Yeah. And it was horrible. And he sold it that same day to another guy. Guy was happy to take it. He loved it. Good for you, buddy. Here you go. Yeah. 18 years that. is a long time it's to send a, a barrel, time. man. Yep. I mean, so I mean, yeah, that sweet I spot, I don't know, for me is probably 12 to 15 years. Yeah, I mean, anything, anything in that, 10 to I mean, I say 17 because I have Hill 17 is freaking bonkers. It's so good. Except Heaven Hill 17 to me is like BTAC level good. Yeah. Um, But again, we go to like one year difference. Electric 18. It's nutty and it's low proof and it's just not good. Um, There is the Heaven Hill 20 that came out this year, but so apparently that, it's it's mellow corn. Just 20 years old. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's reaching like on secondary, it's going for like 1300 I'm not going to pay 1300 bucks for a bottle. Like I'm, I'm just not. Like it's not. You know, I paid pay about 300 or 350 I think I paid for the Heaven Hills. And okay. I'll do that again. Which but, that's, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. That's a good pour for that price. Yeah. Well, we'll probably jump into a whole uh, another video or episode or something on uh, what's really good and worth the money. Yeah, and I mean, maybe maybe we call out a few places that do have good, solid bottles for reasonable pours. I mean, we Cody's, Cody's, um, Cody's here in New Braunfels has. I don't know if they have any more because it was a while back, but they had uh, Van Winkle the ten year. 
for $23 yeah. a pour, which is freaking phenomenal. Even our wholesale guy was like, why doesn't he not jack that price? I'll be stupid. So yeah, people that do that are awesome. Like we've had $23 GTS for, a for pour. like 30, you know, yep. which I think is plenty reasonable. And yeah. it's, and it's, you know, at least an I'd ounce, 50. ounce and a half, ounce and three quarter. You know, I mean, I was at one place. I, I paid 45 for handy before. So, I mean, I would pay. You paid 45 for a handy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking if I wish I could see Steve right now, just doing that <laughs> gross ass motion. Thomas H. Handy. I paid 50 bucks for a poor. It's I mean, it's not the best, but it's good. I, I was love, at a bar last it. weekend and um, I had some old rip and. You know, I mean, it it was a reasonable price, whatever it was, 27 bucks. But um, I was a little disappointed that it was just a flat, like meticulously measured ounce. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. Give me I hate when they pour it in like a measuring. Like, yeah, on, don't dude. throw it in a jigger and throw. I mean, like, no, that is not. I think the thing for me is like if you're if especially at a really nice bar where they have stuff like that, like it's a nice bar. You know how you, you you're giving me a Glen most likely. Yeah. You know where to measure on a Glen. You know where an ounce is. Don't measure it Don't out in a cup like I'm measuring it yeah. and then pour it because you've measured. You just measured fireball in that bitch. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I don't know if that's actually happened. I'm just making an example. Probably. Yeah. So it's just ugh, just pour it what you think is an ounce. Yeah. It's not that hard. Treat treat people a little You're gonna bit. You're going to get a better tip. I mean, at the end of the day, you oh, don't for be a sure. dumbass. I mean, so I'm going to tell you, I've been to a bar where I had a I had a whistle pig. It was like a, a four or a three, like one of the early ones. And they poured me a glass and she looked at the bottle and there's still like a quarter of a pour left. She gave me the rest of the bottle. I'm like, I got you. Yeah. I tipped the hell out of that girl. And then today at the place we we're at today, he poured my stag and there's a little bit left. And then he poured it for somebody else and then charged him half. It wasn't it was maybe a half a shot, you know, yeah, a half glass. But why? I mean, at that point, just come on. Now you've just ruined my drink. I'm going to yeah. have half a drink and I'm going to wish I had more. Yeah. So it, things like that just kind of, and it's not, it's not the owner's fault. It's just like a bartender thing. Um, everybody's different and it depends on what kind of mood they're in. You know, we've been to a place yeah. before we had like a Weller single barrel and it was $20 pours and we were hitting that bottle hard and we, we killed like half a bottle and we asked to buy the rest of it and the owner wouldn't sell it to us. Like the bartender, the head bartender would sell yeah. it to us. We're like, no, we'll pay for it in pours. And he's like, no, y'all are done. Like he stopped selling it to us at that point. Probably, We're like, what? probably a liability thing. No, it's not that at all. There's a whole bunch of us. The thing was, he wanted other people to have it, or maybe he wanted it. I don't know. But like, why? You know, like I'll have ten shots, please. <laughs> yeah, for real. Give, and I'll take it in a styrofoam cup. Well, because you. you can. Like, it's it's legal in Texas to buy a bottle off the thing. There are loopholes. There's things around it. Like it's a whole thing. But you can make it work. Um, and so that's what we were going for. But he would not sell it. And I was like, well, no, I'll just buy the rest of the pours. And he's like, no, y'all are done. And let's buy it because we had drank like half the bottle already. We popped that open and we just kill it because it's twenty dollar pours. Yeah. yeah. Why not? And you're not going to see an orange label Weller for twenty dollars. So no, not around here. So I, I've seen I've seen one around here and had the pleasure of tasting. It was good. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think if there's a restaurant I've seen it in. Uh, uh, it was the one in Wimberley is the one I know is right next to that. The. The Joe Bell? No. Oh, I love Joe Bell. Yeah. Joe Bell is so good. Uh, I haven't been there in a while. Oof. Their muscles? Oof. Anyways, off topic. Um, it, there's a uh, liquor store downtown Wimberley, and this restaurant's right next door to it. I got you. I just don't remember the name of it. I think Cappy's may have had it. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, not one that you're going to run into a lot. Sure as hell not for $20 yeah. a pour. And again, you know, it's timeline. BTAC's pretty much gone. Comes out every year around October, November, December. So you're not getting any BTAC right now. Yeah. If you do, you're paying for second or, or very old bottle. Or people are sitting on it. That eh, could be. But no one's going to sit on a bottle and then charge regular prices. Yeah, we got that. Uh, the single barrel Buffalo Trace program coming up too, right? Next week? Uh, it's this weekend, isn't it? The 31st? 31st, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so watch out for those emails. I don't know if you have to be logged in or if it's just random. You have to be logged in. That's stupid. Well, well, no, I don't think you do. I No, you... Well, no, because you've got your picks, so they're they're gonna. Yeah, you have your numbers you, and everything. Yeah, you, you should got, be good. You got your points. I mean, I think I have five points. I don't know where y'all are sitting. I got eight. I have three. Okay. Low man on the totem pole. No, I have so many because when we I, I found out about this like a couple years ago and I started started racking up my points already. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we'll see how that goes. And if you want to, uh, could you imagine if we got like a stag or EH Taylor pick? Oh, jeez. Yeah. If you want to participate in this and you want to jump in and uh, we're charging double secondary, y'all can get all butthurt. I don't care. We're going to make some money for the channel. And we'll be talking about it <laughs> next week as soon as we know and what all we y'all bitches going to buy it. So stop complaining. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, if you want to get in on it, you know, you get it on the drawing and uh, you get Patreon first. We'll buy it. And we're going to let Patreon buy as many as they freaking want. So you might want to join the Patreon. We don't yeah. have it yet. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good plan. No, definitely. I think if, if we do if get we it. Have, it we have Patreon members who do join who are big people. They help support us. They are going to definitely get first pick. We don't yeah, have a lot. Me. So, of course, they're going to get as many as they want. But if you want to support our Patreon, there are several different levels for you to do it. Yeah, you can get on for as cheap as what? Five bucks? Yeah. It's patreon.com forward slash Texas Whiskey Crew. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good plug. Um, so, well, and, and that's a good idea. I mean, that's a good thought and good, something we don't necessarily talk about enough, but um, we've got a couple of barrel picks coming up. Um, we may or may not have a Buffalo Trace pick. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we find know. out next yeah. week. But, um, you know, for some of those that are coming up, I think we do need to to pay a little justice to our Patreon people and make sure, sure that they get first access. And um, so if that's something that you're interested in, then... Check it out, and and we'd love the support and love to have you guys. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Well, we know that uh, Nick has an early-ass flight tomorrow morning. I believe you got to get up at like 2 in the morning or something. Wake up at 2, leave by 2.30. I should get there by 3.30. My flight's at 5. So by the time you're listening to this, Nick will have already been on his trip and probably there. You want me to bring you a black coffee and a bran muffin? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I will shit. bring it to you at 3 just, o'clock in the just, morning. Just shit myself on the plane. <laughs> I'm going to, I am going to eat because it's two hour flight. I'll be fucking fine. What's the worst that could happen, right? Um, I'll be fine. So I'm excited. Um, I love going to Michigan, man. And it's going to be like, I think it's snowing today, which is hilarious. Um, so I'm going to bundle up. I haven't even packed yet. I have to call my pack. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. <laughs> On that note, we ought to yeah, I think we're gonna wrap put this, this to an end. We're going to wrap this up. Um, again, like, like Dave and Nick said, we appreciate uh, y'all's support. Uh, keep on listening, throw some comments at YouTube, whatever, if you want uh, us to cover some new topics, but well, and let's, we'll just cover all the bases. So you can find us on Instagram. Um, we really, something we haven't pushed as hard, but um, go to the YouTube channel. We can now put our podcast on YouTube. So we will be doing that. We're playing with the idea of filming the podcast and putting it out. Um, not necessarily in a live format, but just, you guys can see us up here screwing around and, and being silly and whatever. But, um, 
YouTube now allows us to put the podcast on the channel. So we're going to do that. So um, if you like what we're doing, if you want to be notified, if we're doing more, um, I will tell you there will be some contests along the lines of our subscribers and things like that as we as we kind of try and grow that community. So um, if you like what we're doing, go follow the YouTube, um, subscribe, hit the notification bell for for any notifications on new things that we have coming out. You will get notified if the if we're going to go live because we do have to to post those and, and and put that out there. So you'll get those notifications and of course Patreon. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else we're going to have a Facebook store. Yeah, we're working on that, and uh, we'll post that information out on the the group page once we get it. Don't yeah, worry. definitely. So, um, we appreciate you guys, and who's going to do the glass clean? Yeah. Well, in, until next time, uh, y'all take care. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, guys. Cheers.